Hello, friends. I wanted to let you know about another podcast that my church is doing this December. It's called the Audio Advent Calendar. And if you can remember what it was like when you had an advent calendar, maybe as a kid, and you would open up a little door or reach into something and pull out something different every day until Christmas came, it was just an exciting and and fun way to experience Advent. And so many things today are just commercialized. If you go online and look for advent calendars, you're going to find that Every single one of them is made by a company that's just trying to sell you something. So we wanted to do something to get back to the spiritual roots of an Advent calendar and to remind us about Jesus and his birth. And so every day during the month of December, someone from our church has a story or an anecdote or just a reflection on Christmas. You can find it at audioadventcalendar.com, or you can look up Audio Advent Calendar and whatever your podcast app is that you listen to. And now, just special for you guys who listen to the story that writes us, I'm going to give you an episode in advance just to whet your appetite so you know what we're talking about here. It's something I think will be neat for your family. There'll be a new one every single morning that comes out December 1st through December 24th. So here's a teaser so you can get a taste of what the audio advent calendar is all about. I hope you'll subscribe and listen. From Custer Road United Methodist Church in Plano, Texas, this is the audio advent calendar for December 8th. Today's message is from Kathy Egan, the Connections Coordinator at our church. So several years ago, probably 10 now, I was on staff at another church, a smaller church in McKinney, and it was the Christmas season, and we had done lots of Christmas ministries. We probably had three angel trees. We had adopted families. We had adopted a a school. And we also had partnered with a church in Dallas, uh, a Spanish ministry church in Dallas. And we had supplied probably toys for about 50 children that they had requested. We were wrapping up the Christmas season. There were very few people at the church. Uh, It was me and the church secretary, and we were locking up the weekend before Christmas. Um, and everything had been distributed. All the people had picked up all their gifts. And there was a call that we got from the church in Dallas. And they said, could you help us? We now have 50 more children than we expected. And so we went into operational mode and we started calling people and asking if they could donate more toys. And most people had already left. They had left to go visit family for Christmas or they were tapped out, they didn't have any money, didn't have any more funds, the church didn't have any more funds available. And so we were very, very crushed that we could not help these 50 additional children. And so we started locking up the church, feeling very disappointed in ourselves because we thought, oh, we should be able to do this, but we couldn't. And so we were locking up the church, getting ready to walk out, and there was a knock on the door of the church, and it was a, a man standing there. And uh, the church secretary and I went, and like, can we help you? And he said, well, I was just wondering, I own a, a mailing center, and we've been collecting toys for the Toys for Tots program. The Marines came and picked up all the toys last week, and they're not coming back, and people have still been bringing toys. Can we give you these toys. Do you know of anybody who might want them? And we were like speechless. I'm sure he thought we were dumb because we're standing there with our mouths open going, 
Uh, yeah, we'll take the toys. So he kept bringing in bags and bags of toys. He must have brought in hundreds of toys. And he, he left. We said, thank you. He left. We did not even ask his name. That's how dumbfounded we were. And, of course, we called the church in, in Dallas, and they came and picked up the toys. Afterwards, I called one of our pastors who wasn't there, and I said, you won't believe what happened. And I told her the whole story, and she said, of course I believe what happened. God came. God took care of it. We need to have more faith. And I was like, oh my goodness. So every year at Christmas, I remember this story. I just remember how generous people can be, how unexpectedly God works in our lives, and how wonderful the Christmas season can be.